Hello and welcome to another episode, starting with the topic. GTA 6 release timeframe has been revealed by Take-Two Interactive. So you guys have likely heard the news that Take-Two had their earnings call where they talked to the stakeholders and they're like, look, here's what's uh, going on with the company right now. Here's what we're doing in the future. Be excited. Give us more money. The main things that have stood out, as reported here by Videotech, highly recommend following him on Twitter. He uh, knows his stuff. Take-Two Interactive expects fiscal 2025 to set new standards in our industry and achieve over 8 billion in net bookings. So this is directly from Take-Two Interactive. For the last several years, we have been preparing our business to release an incredibly robust pipeline of projects that we believe will take our company to even greater levels of success. In fiscal 2025, we expect to enter this new era by launching several groundbreaking titles that we believe will set new standards in our industry and enable us to achieve over 8 billion in net bookings and over 1 billion in adjusted unrestricted operating cash flow. We expect to sustain this momentum by delivering even higher levels of operating results in fiscal 2026 and beyond. The fiscal year 2025 includes 2024, right? Like the ending half of it. So this predicts that in this second half of 2024 or the opening six months of 2025, we should get GTA 6 to come out, which aligns with everyone's expectations, right? Obviously take two, they have a lot more under their belt, a lot of other assets and, 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 and stuff, but I mean, nothing else could make $8 billion, right? <laughs> other than GTA 6. So everyone's hyped. My opinions on this, I'm excited and nervous. Whenever I'm having these bad energy days, or these bad energy weeks in this case, where I, I, I just feel physically unable to do goddamn anything and it pisses me the hell off, I worry that when GTA 6 releases, just coincidentally, I'm gonna be having one of these bad months and be like, no, I can't do things. And I'm gonna miss the gravy train, so to speak, because obviously being a GT5 content creator, there's a lot of content that I'm gonna be able to make around GTA 6. It's gonna be worth a lot of money. Like everyone's gonna jump in on that. Obviously my interests in the game aren't simply for financial reasons, but my other interests can be satiated at any time. Like I can casually play through GTA 6 a month down the line and super enjoy it. But like that first month is going to cement who's like a mover and shaker in the GTA 6 content creator space. And uh, it would suck if I messed that up somehow. Or perhaps that I don't even make it to the release of GTA 6, still in a position to capitalize upon it. It sucks to have to think this way about gaming, but that's just the nature of things. When you make your hobby your job, it somewhat taints it a bit. Would you still like GTA 6 if they made it hyper-realistic like Red Dead Redemption 2? Well, I don't think that's gonna happen. As I've said before, I do think, had I given Red Dead Redemption 2 more of a chance, if I had more of a reason to invest myself in the world and its mechanics and its lore, I would have come to enjoy it in the same way that I do GTA 5. A lot of what breeds enjoyment for me is an in-depth understanding of the material. It's that teething period of not knowing how to do things or where to go, how to speed things up, the confusion, these kind of periods that can be true roadblocks to really enjoying something long-term. It's gonna revert to GTA 4 vibes if they learned anything, we can hope. GTA 4 was a good game. But yeah, this is so far away. We're like minimum a year, maybe two years away, which is what everyone expected. I got so much stuff to do before that comes out, chat. Goddamn. Can I stop being tired now, please? Linus from Linus Tech Tips is stepping down as CEO. Did you guys hear that Linus of Linus Tech Tips is stepping down as CEO? The video has 4 million views, number 4 on trending, in one day. Effective July 1st, 2023, after 10 wild and very eventful years, I will be stepping down as CEO of Linus Media Group, Creator Warehouse, and Floatplane Media. So Linus runs a very successful channel about tech, 
He actually owns, I guess, like six channels or something, maybe more than that at this point. But he also has like a very, very successful merch line. One of the most successful I'm aware that a content creator has. I guess he's got like, what, 100 employees or some shit. He has his own secondary platform, which I guess has a function similar to like Curiosity Stream or Nebula or Patreon kind of thing. Floatplane, that's it. Like a very, very huge company. And he mentions in here that he was offered $100 million for his company. And he said no, because he still wants to run it and stuff, but he doesn't want to be CEO anymore. So he's stepping down to a different position and giving the CEO role to someone who used to be his boss at another company. And that's the story. So he's still going to be running the, the things to a degree. He's going to be on camera a lot, but just uh, the CEO position is going to be held by someone else. I am not familiar enough with the hierarchical structure of his company to say exactly how much of a difference that's going to make in his exact role and yada yada, but he's still going to be there. So it's like, for the viewer, probably nothing's going to change. Honestly, 100 million is too low for his company. I mean, Mr. Beast was offered a billion, according to him. And I would say that Linus Tech Tips is probably one-tenth the size of Mr. Beast. Because Mr. Beast, including like his burgers and chocolate and all that jazz, he is going to be the chief visionary officer. Wants to be present, but not run everything. Still owns the company, not going public. That's a good summary. Yeah. Linus and uh, his crew are the people who I get most of my tech info from because they come about it with a, a, a kind of um, not exactly casual, but like good humored kind of way. Red Dead Redemption 2 speedrun takes three times longer than GT 5s. So I saw this shared in the GT 5 speedrun discord. And so I tweeted out new 100% Red Dead Redemption 2 speedrun by Fresh Riggy on Twitch. To put this into perspective, 100% GT5 is 9 hours currently. And so the world record is 28 hours and 14 minutes. He did sleep in between this, right? He didn't do it for 28 hours straight. But if you are interested in Red Dead Redemption speedruns, Fresh Riggy, person you can check out on Twitch. The more I see of Red Dead, the more I want to try and play the game again. I just know I'm going to be disappointed though. I'll play it eventually, chat. Eventually. Google has started deleting YouTube channels. So people had a little bit of a scare in regards to a new policy that Google said they uh, were doing from Ars Technica here. Google will start deleting inactive accounts after two years. And so if you read this whole thing, which I did, it was somewhat vague as to whether or not they were removing YouTube channels. Like clearly they were, but was it everyone who just hadn't logged in in two years or were there some standard that you had to meet in regards to the state of your channel? And so people are like, oh shit, I gotta go back up my stuff or what about all the people who've died and their channels are gonna get deleted and stuff and all that history that's gonna be removed, da da da. But it was later confirmed, confirming we have no plans to delete accounts with YouTube videos. So they're deleting dead accounts that haven't been used in two years, but it's just accounts that don't have anything. Presumably by now there's tens of millions of accounts that no one's using for whatever reason and they're just getting rid of them. At the moment, Google is not planning to delete accounts with YouTube videos. That would be tricky as some old abandoned clips might have historical relevance. But I mean, it does say here at the moment, it is somewhat unrealistic to expect Google just to store multiple generations worth of people's YouTube videos that earn them no money. I'm not sure what the ongoing costs are to store that stuff, but certainly that storage could be used for other purposes that would generate revenue. You guys likely know how top heavy social media is. It is a tiny fraction of the actual videos on the platform that generate YouTube's revenue. And I, I expect one day it will come about that Google will start removing like videos with say zero views. 
that no one's just interacted with and just to free up space. But I would expect them to keep that small percentage of videos that people have engaged with to a great degree. But yeah, that's not happening right now, but maybe in the future. Storage is very, very cheap for YouTube. But I mean, they are deleting these accounts, right? That's just it. If a Google account has not been used or signed into for at least two years, Google will delete that personal account and its contents. In addition to the email address becoming inaccessible, Gmail messages, calendar in events, drive docs, and other workspace files, as well as Google Photos backups will be removed. I mean, clearly they're doing this for a reason. They, I believe they suggest somewhere that it's for, for security reasons, and maybe that's true. Maybe this isn't some cost-saving measure, but who knows what the future will bring. Can you tell if you're talking to a human or a boss? So I saw this on TikTok yesterday. It's called Human or Not. Human or Not, a social Turing game. Chat with someone for two minutes and try to figure out if it was a fellow human or an AI boss. Think you can tell the difference. I played it a few times and I was right every time because people that you join with are pretty obvious. One person asked me, do you know Joe? Hello, beep boop, I am not a machine. What often happens is usually they just disconnect, but let's see if this other person dies back. Honestly, if they type back, I'm automatically gonna think they're a robot because like I had a lot of disconnects. Oh, they type back. Okay, I'm gonna need a little bit more proof than that. Lol, why did you start this conversation? I am live streaming to a couple of hundred people and I wanted to test the site. Like, am I meant to try and deceive people? That's the question. Like, oh, I get it. You are clearly a bot. So no person hearing that would um just say, oh, I get it. Like they would say, oh, am I like live now? Can I say something? Or are you you're joking? That doesn't make any sense. Or what website are you on? What are you thinking about? You would ask me about what uh, platform I was on or question whether your messages are being read. Because, like, it doesn't understand, like, social and cultural significance of things, right? Yeah, you just talked to an AI bot. Okay, let's try one more game. Should I try and convince them that I'm a machine? Like, act very formal? Hello. Why did you start this? Lot it spelled proof wrong. It does do errors and it talks like how people just talk normally. Me, when I talk to people, I actually use correct sentences and grammar, which probably looks weird to some people. I would like to see the results of who I'm talking to, like whether they think I'm a bot or not. To get your in real life username on other chat websites. My name is George. I am an accountant from Jersey. I meant to not spell account, Matt, okay? I swear. Oh, the other person is left. Well, clearly they were a human. Obviously. I have yet to have been fooled. Yes, if you want to check out that game, feel free. Human or not.ai. YouTube doesn't allow the word cursed in your YouTube titles. Smitty tweeted out, Heads up to all my fellow YouTubers. Do not use the word cursed in your YouTube titles. YouTube's human reviewers will confuse it for actual curse words. Try these words instead. A human reviewer confirmed this video. The most cursed location in Grounded. Stronger profanity like the F word used in thumbnails or titles. I mean, that doesn't confirm what he's saying here. What he's presenting as evidence here does not confirm his conclusions, but it's possible. Like, you gotta remember that the human reviewers, which do exist, they exist in countries that are not necessarily ones with the same culture as our own. So they can misunderstand the significance of some words. And they do try and inf therefore enforce things by the letter of what they're told, to my understanding, with effectively no wiggle room. And it's totally reasonable to me that a person could confuse the word cursed as a curse word. But because of how vague this is, where YouTube's telling him that he's got stronger profanity like the F word used in thumbnails or titles, it could be something else. 
or the person could have just selected this because it, they believed it was the the most appropriate. I will say though, this is a reasonable conclusion they could come to. And having seen this now, I'll probably avoid using cursed or curse in paddles. Not that it really comes up very often. You do have that sometimes where like, when I first made Pacifist, I discussed whether I wanted to put the word wasted or the word kill in references in the series, in the, in the thumbnail and in the title. And I went with wasted because I was worried that the algorithm would ding my video for the word kill too frequently. Just things you got to think about, you know. New chill hop music is being made by AI. I saw an interesting thing on Twitter where because of the simplicity of chill hop relative to other music, I mean, not to belittle people who make it, but attempts to use AI to generate new chill hop have, have apparently been quite successful. Like these Spotify playlists, you understand, can make quite a bit of money. So how these content ID free playlists make money is that I play it and they get a little bit of money because I'm a member of Spotify, but I also advertise it to regular people who want to listen to this stuff in their own time, right? And so they listen to it themselves and then more people listen to it and it gets a lot of plays. So it gets pushed up in Spotify's algorithm or that jazz, but they have to buy the rights to these songs and or hire artists to make this stuff for them. It'd be interesting to see if we get to a point where they just don't need to do that. And there's just like infinite chill hop playlists on Spotify all generated by algorithms. Cause like currently that seems to be where things are heading. Like if you're a company just interested in profit, like why wouldn't you do that? You'd be like, AI, just 10% of our music is AI generated. It's not a big deal. 20% AI generated, not a big deal. 30% and then just eventually all your songs are AI generated and maybe no one can even tell the difference. Yeah, scary. I've ruined my TikTok algorithm with editing tutorials. So I was on TikTok, right? And I got recommended some random TikTok video about editing. This is a free plugin for Premiere Pro that you should probably download. So it's called Premiere Composer. And once you've downloaded it, you want to head to Window and Extensions, then click Premiere Composer and it will open up this box here. And you've So I was like, yeah, this thing seems like a thing that I want. And so I shared it to myself in my notes. But my sharing this to my Discord seems to have told TikTok like, oh, people so rarely like share stuff. Clearly this guy really likes editing tutorials. So they gave me another one and another one and another one. And I'm, I'm like, I got to like the sixth one. I'm like, actually, this is something I could use too. So I shared it again. And they give me even more editing tutorials. And so then I, like, I, I ended up getting like one, two, three, four, five. I shared five to myself. But now the only thing my TikTok shows me is editing tutorials. No joke. I eventually got sick of it. I want, I'm like, I want something else. And so I scrolled as fast as possible. And it literally still only gave me editing tutorials. I have ruined my TikTok algorithm. And the worst part about this is making me feel really bad about my editing. I'm going through like a bit of a crisis, like, oh man, all the tools are getting better. My editing was already only decent before and, and like all these things and people are doing all these cool stuff and there's all these tools I don't wear and all this AI stuff, man, I, I'm, I'm falling behind, man. I'm, I'm so sad. <laughs> yeah, I, I can fix it. I can either wipe my algorithm or as you say, click more. I'm not interested in this content and eventually will solve it. But I just found that so funny that just sharing something influenced the algorithm to that degree. Yeah, but I've had a pretty shocking day, energy-wise and mentally. I have a new epic green screen wall. I made my, I painted my wall in there green, or rather I had someone do it for me, and it has a lot of green spill. I'm hoping that's just because what the lighting is right now. So you can see like a little bit of like green on my neck and stuff, because the light bounces, hits the wall, and then bounces back onto my back, and you can see it on my back a bit. You could handle that in post and get rid of that. I'm hoping that thing in there enables me to record some stuff. 
So when I put out my picture of me with my green screen, a lot of people made their own little green screens of me, of course. Me with a cougar, me with me, met this pretty cool dude. Me flying the blimp into the observatory, doing the blimp strat. Me as Michael repossessing a car. Me taking on Dancer in Dark Souls 3. Me as Michael in the uh, wrap-up shootout. Me with some, I guess some of my viewers hanging out. <laughs> me as a taxi driver in GTA 5. Me with Jesus. I guess me blowing up a city or something terribly. Me with me when I had sunburn. Me at the beach. Me burning down a house. Me at McDonald's. Me with my blinds. Awful. Me in the car with Franklin and Michael. Me with the Cougar. Me in Red Dead Redemption 2. Me with an oppressor. Me with Grand Theft Auto Femboy. I doubt that's a real game. Me with zombies. Me with Dead Rising 2. Weird. Me getting a mask. I guess that's it. Thank you for those guys. Some of those may end up on the Reddit, of course. But I also set up my green screen. Like the recording and mics and stuff. Show what it looks like. Testing. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. As much as I tried, I couldn't get the thing to stop having shadows. But that should be fine. Like, I put it into Adobe and uh, got it to remove it and it was alright. Why is this dark over here? Well, this, was, this wasn't like my final test. It was just the one that I have on my PC. The audio is awful? Nah, it's not. It's, um, it's imbalanced. Like, it's not being altered and it's sitting off me. It, trust me, the audio is fine. It's uh, the best audio you can get with a lavalier mic. But yeah, so I sorted that out. Answering your most interesting questions submitted on my Discord. So on my Discord, there is a section, ask me anything, and you can ask me anything in there. Will I answer your question? Maybe, who knows? I'm gonna pick 10 at random. Is there a chance you would do Chaos Mod for Red Dead Redemption 2? I wanna do Chaos Mod for more games, except when I did Chaos Mod for Minecraft, it didn't do particularly well on YouTube. Despite that, I still wanna do it, but I haven't got around to it yet. Like GTA 4, for example, Chaos Mod. As I keep saying, I do want to play through Red Dead Redemption 2 again, and if I ever manage to do that, yes, I will do Chaos Mod Red Dead. But I have to imagine, like, any effects that Chaos Mod does instantly fails in that game, but whatever. What are the cutest animals to me? Puppies and kittens. Very generic answer, but that's my answer. I mean, basically any tiny animal looks cute. I think it's a survival mechanism. Am I interested in any sports? Not at all. I can watch some esports. Like, if you put on esports in front of me, and you're showing me the peak of peak performance of people playing that, it's interesting to me. But actual sports, no. Will there be more cooking videos? There was one cooking video planned for me to make a pie. Didn't end up happening. Got distracted by some stuff. I think it was around the React drama time and I was just too depressed to do it. So, maybe one day. Does all water taste the same? I don't think so. Depending upon what it's stored in and what's in the water itself in terms of garbage in like your environment or whatever, it's gonna taste different. I know tap water in my country is generally very good. You got no problems drinking out of the tap, but in some countries you wouldn't want to do that. What got me into playing Grand Theft Auto games? When I was a kid, I remember being at someone's house and seeing them play Grand Theft Auto 2, top down one. I was like, this looks kind of fun. I probably played a handful of similar sorts of games in that kind of period of my life. Not much, like I just saw them around. I was like, yeah, they look fun, but maybe not my thing. For PlayStation 2, I had a dual pack that gave me Grand Theft Auto 3 and Grand Theft Auto Vice City. And I was a real youngin at the time, so I didn't really care about the story. And I didn't really understand where to go. And so what I would end up doing is just like using the guns available to me, shooting up some, the place and getting it shoot out with the cops and then dying and then stop playing. Like I, I probably played the game for like 15 minutes every once in a while just doing that. 
it was bought for me as a in like a bundle of games. I had no particular interest in Grand Theft Auto. When Grand Theft Auto 5 came out on console, knew effectively nothing about it. Could not care. But I was bored, and so I happened to see a cutscene movie for Grand Theft Auto 5 on console. Wasn't that on PC? Didn't have the consoles that were required to play it. I was like, eh, whatever, I'll watch it. And so I casually watched through the cutscene movie, Polly Wiles doing something else. And I was like, yeah, that was fine, I guess. Around the time that GT5 released on PC, I was bored, I needed a game to play, and my friends like, oh, you know that Grand Theft Auto 5 came out recently, they say that's a pretty good game. I had heard about that, I was like, oh yeah, I think I heard Total Biscuit saying it's a great port, I'll buy it then. So I bought it, and I started to install it, I'm like, this is like 60 gigs, this is gonna take like 7 days with my internet, fuck this game. And so I just left it sitting there, didn't care about it. It was only later, because I was live streaming uh, around this period, and I was looking for something to speedrun, that I happened to see Whitwick's speedrunning Grand Theft Auto V. Didn't know who Whitwick was, I'm not sure. Maybe I had a small familiarity with him. I just happened to see him streaming when I was going through the game section. I was like, people can speedrun Grand Theft Auto V? This looks quite fun. I did buy it recently, and that's give me a reason to play it, I suppose. And so I then decided to install it and play it, and the rest is history. So basically, didn't have much of an interest in Grand Theft Auto. It was a bunch of coincidences that led to me being 10,000 hours deep in the game as I am now. So we ended here, thank you for watching and joining me on my new channel. I wish you all the best.